Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy to be here with you another weeknight. I'm going to be hanging out for the next three hours. It's a four-hour show. I sit down and start yapping every single weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. My main man, super producer and host, Dave Shepard. He is coming to you live from New York City. If you listen to the first hour of the show, you can guess what we talked about. I don't know, just some guy named John Morant. We don't know how long he's going to be gone, but he should be gone a while. We don't need to see him the rest of the season. I'm sure that we'll have plenty of thoughts and opinions on that as we continue on with the show. But that's not all. And by the way, if you missed last hour, you can always go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Tomorrow, Tuesday... This is a franchise tag deadline in the NFL. We're going to see which players get tagged. The clock is ticking on Lamar Jackson. I know that he and Ravens brass met over the weekend, haven't come to a conclusion on the deal yet. You also have Daniel Jones out there. And by the time we are on air tomorrow, it will be very interesting to see who was tagged and, and what type of franchise tag they were hit with. Is this an exclusive tag? Is it a tag that allows someone to potentially seek a trade or negotiate? So it's going to be a a fun 24 hours in the NFL. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. 855-212-4CBS. You can also get a hold of me. I am on social media. It's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at JR Sport Brief. Uh, Ahead of us getting to the franchise tag, We had some movement today. We had a quarterback who decided that he is no longer going to be a free agent. He was let go from his contract with the Raiders. That's Derek Carr. He announced that he's joining the Saints. Hit everybody with a who that. And here he is. Four years, $150 million. If you want to think about the quarterback market and what an average per year deal looks like, I just gave you another one. Derek Carr just took in 37 per. That's 37. Not 40 like Dak. Not 45 like Mahomes. 
not 50 like Rodgers, $37 million. And this is pretty much in range with the, the same deal that he had out in Vegas. And so Derek Carr is going to be moving from one party town to another, and he is unlikely to go party. A very uh, straight and narrow dude. And last year with the Raiders, he basically at the end of the season, they know his time was up. They knew his time was up, and they, they parked him. And now he's been released, and now he's going to be a saint. And forgive me, I am not excited about this. I understand you had Andy Dalton. I understand, and it's unfortunate that you had Jameis Winston. And now Jameis didn't work out after the years of, of, of tutoring with Sean Payton and, and sitting there watching, you know, Breeze on the way out the door. He's, he's finished here. Jameis Winston is going to get the boot. Andy Dalton is going to get the boot. And is it really that much more of an improvement? Derek Carr is four years younger than Andy Dalton, 31 to 35 years old. Uh, Their numbers outside of yardage, but more so as it relates to quarterback rating, were very similar. It's not like the Saints went ahead and just completely upgraded. Derek Carr, he does play. He's a better player. He's younger. I would say he's more durable. There have been many, many thoughts and concerns about his durability and whether or not he's going to stand in the pocket to to deliver a pass or whether he's going to have happy feet all of a sudden. I just kind of like, blah. I'm like, Derek Carr is here. He's with the Saints. What, what is there to be excited about? Are the Saints going to flip things that much? Chris Olave is probably happy. He's probably thrilled. He's going to have a... Uh, a second great season, already starting off his career in the NFL hot. The Saints should be competitive in the NFC South. Falcons are still trying to figure out who Ritter is. The Buccaneers are the Buccaneers. Is Tom Brady is no longer uh, there in the building. The Carolina Panthers are looking for their, their quarterback as well. And so the Saints have the benefit here of maybe being the Buccaneers from last year? Kind of looking, uh, trudging, drudging through the season and going into the playoffs just because they were the worst of the, or excuse me, the best of the worst? I'm just not excited. Derek Carr is going to go and throw touchdowns. Derek Carr will throw interceptions. They'll have a decent record, I don't know, somewhere around 500. Can't split evenly anymore now with the 17 games. And then no one will care. So congratulations to Derek Carr. He got paid. He got a new deal. But this ain't groundbreaking. This ain't moving the chains. This is not moving the meter. This isn't pushing the Saints, you know, back into playoff contention. This is just, it's just, okay. They're like, fine. They got a decent quarterback. Whoop-de-doo. It's a hard knock life coming off of Drew Brees now, isn't it? Drew Brees, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Derek Carr. It's a real terrible world when you go from a legitimate franchise quarterback and now you're in the world of the unknown. The Packers might be entering into that world. The Buccaneers, yeah, sure, they only had Tom Brady for three years. They're now entering into that world. The New York Jets out here begging. The New York Jets are begging for a a quarterback to come through and and save the day. It was only like on Friday that that Jets head coach Rob Salah 
He was talking about Derek Carr like he was the second coming. L- listen to this high praise. He's got an elite, elite uh, mental makeup uh, with regards to football IQ. He's got uh, tremendous accuracy and arm strength. He can put the ball anywhere you want. And, uh, you know, he's, um, he's, he is a talent. He's, got, he's underrated in terms of, in terms of a scrambler. Um, and being able to move off pocket and all that out of the pocket and all that stuff. But, um, you know, he's been, he's been asked to do a lot in his career and, uh, and you just look at him, like I've, I've said it before. I think he's, he's more in line with what Stafford's career has been in terms of, uh, you know, if you could just get him into a, a place that can surround him with all the pieces to allow him to just play quarterback 10 to 15 times a game, uh, it'd be pretty cool. But, uh, uh, he's, he's, he's a solid young man. Yeah, well, he won't be doing that for the New York Jets. He's going to try to do that for the New Orleans Saints. And even hearing Rob Sala talk about his accuracy is just like, what are you talking about? I feel like every every season, Derek Carr is throwing the ball to the other team, maybe in the teens. Uh, his accuracy this past season, pretty poor. You may be want to blame some of the receiving core for that 60 percent of his passes completed a career 64 65 percent passer what are we heralding this guy i get it you're the new york jets and now you have to figure something out and i can't blame Derek carr for not trying to sit around and wait for aaron Rodgers to make his decision ain't nobody got time for that Derek carr got his money he has a new team and now you can move forward just by being good. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Khan is calling from Oregon. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Khan? Hey, JR. First-time caller, long-time listener. Excellent, excellent show. Thanks. What's up? Yes, sir. Well, originally I'm a uh, New Orleans, and you just talked about Derek Carr, and, I mean, I'm shocked, too. And I'm not, I will, you know, I've worn my bag for many years and I, Uh-oh. God love them. I stuck around and just hoping for the best. And I agree. It could be black, but you know what? It's a heavy black and, um, you know, it's a lot better than we ever had Jim Everett or even uh, Dave Wilson back in the day. Well, are you, are, I'm, I'm not prepared for the Saints to become the Aints. Are, are you concerned <laughs> that they're going to go into the toilet? I don't think it's going to be that bad. you got to bring the no, bag back. I, I don't think it's that bad. We will just take even a playoff win again. You know, I think we would go in and, you know, it, but it's any given Sunday. I mean, that's – or Monday, whatever you want to call it. But uh, – sure. Uh, we shall see. I mean, I'm. I was just curious, and you already answered your opinion, and uh, you know, I have mine. But hey, w- let's see. Let's see what happens. Sure. You, you know, sometimes a change of scene, a change of scenery. And thank you, Con, for calling from Oregon. Uh, a change of scenery can work wonders. It can work miracles. The New York Jets thought that Derek Carr, if they slapped him on their team, that they would now be a. Uh, Super Bowl contender, that he would be able to go on a a Hall of Fame trajectory with the talent on the New York Jets. Jets have talent. They do. They don't have a quarterback. I expect, I don't want to say pain, but I, I do. I expect nothing here. 
you know, typically when you add a free agent, you, you feel that you're going to go somewhere. You're going you're gonna to make some moves. You're going to go places. Are Saints fans excited about this? It's, I don't want to call it a parallel move, but it's almost like playing in a, the, the same type of playpen. Jameis Winston is his own, and, and if he didn't get hurt, it really sucks. I wanted to see what Jameis Winston would have done for a full season, and then last year he comes back and they're like, nah, man, you got to sit your ass down, and then we see Andy Dalton for, what, 14, 15 games. They're kind of in the same bracket of player. Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Derek Carr. There's a difference. It's not like they signed someone like like Josh Allen. And I know maybe everybody in Buffalo isn't too uh, thrilled or enthralled with his play recently, maybe due to injury. My point is Derek Carr ain't in the upper echelon of QBs. He's in the middle. He can kind of push towards that, that, that upper echelon. But he, he won't. He is what he is. We've been watching the guy for, for what, eight years now? I'm supposed to wake up and think that, that Derek Carr, because he's putting on a new uniform with the Saints, is, is going to be different? And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, as Rob Salah said, there is a, a Matthew Stafford effect. I just don't think so. Matthew Stafford, for as much as we saw with the Lions, and as many Lions fans wanted to call and tell me how he was going to go to L.A. And, and he was going to throw the ball away, he did that. He's a gunslinger. That man accumulated tons of yards, tons of touchdown passes. Unfortunately, along with that, there were some turnovers. That ain't Derek Carr. He's just out there calmly playing. He's delivering. He's moving you down. Please tell me. Tell me, as a football player, as a quarterback, what excites you about Derek Carr? Hey, Shep, does anything excite you about Derek Carr? Do you, are you pining to watch him on a Sunday? Are you looking for his games? Can you wait? Jared, he is, he's a significant upgrade. I didn't ask you that. Am I, ex- I asked if, are, are you excited? I said, what excites you, what, what, if anything, yeah. about Derek Carr? He's the, well, what excites me about him is that he's the ultimate professional. He's durable. He's a leader. He's accountable. And he is consistently, year in and year out, a top 10 quarterback. Maybe you can, you know, say Sad. this season he dipped a little bit. But, but JR, what, is, he, is he box office? No. Is he tantalizing? Is he mesmerizing? No. Is he someone that you can put a, put on a franchise and he gives you a better chance outside of seven or eight quarterbacks in this league? To, even now? Yeah. So, therefore, I am excited. Damn, that's boring. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's, if the fr- – hey, what excites you about the guy? He's a professional. <laughs> like, what? That's, that sounds pretty boring. He's good. I don't know about top ten. He seemingly floated in and out of, 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 of 10 to 15, I would say, for the, the better part of, of the past few years. But that's that's not what I want in a, a quarterback. Jared, yeah, yeah just, just, just very quickly. So aside from yes. Burrow, Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, Hurts, uh, so that those, are, those are five. And let's put Lamar in that, that six. Besides those six guys, okay, we'll, we'll throw Dak a bone and say seven. Besides those seven guys, who do you definitively say – that quarterback gives you a better chance to win than Derek Carr. 
Okay, Trevor Lawrence, eight. Sorry. Besides those eight guys, oh, who gives well, you a I better mean, chance? My brain, my brain is not <laughs> equipped to to run through here here thirty two starting right. quarterbacks. But he but he's still top ten in the right team. You said it, Jr. If he went to the Jets, he would have been a top ten quarterback automatically but I, with but the weapons. At, I, I, but at the same time, and, and and pardon me as I go through the the whole list of starting QBs, I don't I don't care. I look at quarterbacks in thirds. I don't look at who's top ten. Who's top five? I don't. I don't do that. We know who the best quarterbacks are. Derek Carr ain't a bum, but he's closer to the middle. He's good. That's it. But being good and and, and being stable is nice. I commend the Saints for having now stability and picking up a a thirty one year old starting QB. I, I I congratulations. But this isn't a move that's gonna gonna move them. You know, over the edge. It's this is not a move that just goes. Oh man, the Saints are going to be back in playoff contention. You know, y- you want to have someone that you say, man, this is our guy, and we want to have him for the next forever. And sure, you gave him a four-year deal. He's being paid commensurate with, with what someone like Kirk Cousins is getting to be good. And so, if they are more than good. Go ahead, congratulations, you're, you're right there. I wouldn't put him in a different category, more or less. You, you mentioned a, a Dak Prescott, you know, in that, that space and in that field. You, you didn't mention Aaron Rodgers. He'd be a quarterback people would, would love to have. We don't know if he's playing. Co- we don't know if he's playing next year. I'm not, I'm not listing out. I'm right. talking about quarterbacks that are here. We can just go through. He's, he's in that 10 to 15 range. He's, he's good. That's it. But Jared, and the last thing I'll say is, but if you look at the landscape of that division, with obviously number twelve no longer there, they're they're the favorites. Yeah, I said they are the best of right. the they're the best of a crap bunch. Right. So they're playoff bound. Well, so what? That don't mean anything. <laughs> well, it means something. We had a we had a Washington we had a Washington team uh, uh, go into the playoffs with a losing record. Who cares? Like, it's not a, who cares about going to the playoffs if you're going to go to be waxed? Who cares about going into the playoffs if, if you're a loser? And I'm not painting that onto the New Orleans Saints. I just know that Derek Carr is good. And as excited as I want to be for, for Saints fans, as excited as I want to be, what's exciting about Derek Carr? I can tell you next season, what are his numbers going to be? He's going to be consistent with what he's, what he's done the majority of his career. He's going to go out, give you approximately uh, 25 touchdowns. Maybe he gets to 30. He will throw approximately 13 to 15 interceptions. He's going to stand around. He, maybe he'll cry after a game, and maybe they'll go to the playoffs. And if they do, good. The Saints have a have a good defense. They just picked up that that draft pick. Good for them. That first rounder uh, from Denver because of Sean Payton moving along. And so this is this is good. I'm not poo pooing the move of of Derek Carr to the Saints. I'm just not excited about it. Outside of a early interest and curiosity, I'm not going to say to myself, "Oh my God, I I can't wait to see Derek Carr." I can't. I can't wait to watch him play or throw to Olave. Because I think the ceiling is, is, is what you said, and I think what we both agree on, the ceiling is to just, just go to the playoffs. After that, oh, yeah, sure, you can get there. 
Is is Derek Carr moving the needle that much? He's good. But he ain't he ain't moving you further up than, than what you probably already got. Not enough. Stability is nice. Sure. He's gonna show up, he's gonna show up, you'll play every game. He's not gonna be a jackass, he's not gonna be a clown. It counts for a whole lot. I'm more interested in what happens with Lamar Jackson tomorrow. My apologies to uh to Derek Carr. His tweet going to the Saints and his thirty seven million per just doesn't do it for me. At least they don't got to look at Jameis Winston anymore. I guess that's the bright side. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What are your thoughts, Mr. Derek Carr to the Saints? There's another quarterback who picked up a new deal today. He plays on the other side of the country. I'm going to let you know who it is. It's the JR Sport Re Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, thanks for taking my call. I'm a first time caller, but a long time listener. So, first and foremost, I want to say I love your show. I enjoy it. It helps me get home at night when I'm taking a late shift at my job. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. A big shout out to everybody punching that clock, getting that money. Derek Carr, you got his money. Four-year deal here with the the New Orleans Saints. It's a good move. I'm not excited about it. I'm kind of like, oh, this is good for them. And I, you know, I'll see a couple of Saints games. Maybe, maybe one or twice a year. I'll be in New Orleans and I'll go ahead and and check them out. I saw them take on, or I saw Andy Dalton out there, and you know, even even the vibe. It's always jumping in the Superdome, but even the vibe was a little, was a little different. And so at least there's some stability here with Derek Carr. He's 31 years old. He's on a four-year deal. At least I got a quarterback, right? There's stability there. I'm just just like, yeah, whatever. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Donald is calling from Austin, Texas. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up, Donald? Yes, hello. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, I just wanted to comment about uh, Andy Dalton. I mean, not Andy Dalton. No. Derek, uh, Derek Carr. Sure. Yeah, um, I, the defense is better. The Saints' defense definitely a better upgrade than what uh, the Raiders Raiders had. You know, so uh, you know, I think that'll help them a lot too. And uh, they won't have a quarterback that uh, I'll be turning the ball over like Winston and uh, Andy Dalton. So, uh, and then they had a got a lot of good pieces in New Orleans for us receivers and running backs. You know, and then they have, like you mentioned uh, earlier, they have a number one draft pick that they had uh, got for Sean Payton. So they got a lot of things to look forward to. Just kind of wait and see, you know, how it's going to work out. It's a different place for them. So let's give them a chance, you know. Yep. It's like any place else. Thank you so much, Donald, for, for calling from Austin. You know, what they do with that, that 29th pick will, will be interesting. They, they do need an, another re- receiver. Jarvis Landry, 
I mean, I don't know if he'll ever be healthy. You know, Olave needs a legitimate threat on the, the other side. We don't know the full status of, of Alvin Kamara, uh, especially as, as he's just like, I didn't do it. I'm not guilty when it, came, when it comes to beating up that guy at uh, Dreyas in Las Vegas. I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he's suspended when we get through with that case. And so there, there's some uncertainties, but at least the Saints were able to figure that part out. Uh, Joe is calling from Houston. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call, man. I, pre- sure. I really love the show. Appreciate it. Thanks. Hey, I had a, a comment about the, the John Morant situation and stuff. You know, a lot of these owners, they're all multi-billionaire owners, and especially I'm calling from Houston, especially the – you got Tillman Fertitta owns the Rockets. Mm-hmm. You know, he owns casinos. He owns a lot of restaurants and stuff. There's no way that this guy is going to be given a 22, 23-year-old guy millions of dollars and not expect the guy to, you know, give him free reign and say, hey, go out and do what you want to do. You know, you, he's representing my company, he's representing the Shield or the logo, like these other the leagues. I think the, I think what they really need to do is, is have more of, uh, what do you call it, kind of like not really classes or anything, but have have uh, people to help you with your money and situations and stuff like they, that. Joe, you know, they Ron they Cop- do. The, they yeah. have programs. They have programs from before they are even drafted into the league right. uh, to try right. to help them out. They have programs that exist while they're actually playing. They have every and anything that that you could want in regards to support. Uh, they're not being handed the money and just hey, wild wild west. You, you can't babysit right. someone right. all the time, but they certainly have exactly. the tools. Exactly. 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 And more but more you know, often than not, over the years, correct. Go ahead. No, I'm saying more often than not, you you don't hear about these issues. You don't. Right. There's always going to be right. one. There's hundreds and hundreds of players in the league. Who heard about this? This one guy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's just it's it's kind of upsetting. You see, it, I think social media now plays a bigger role. Everybody's out. Oh, this guy, I see him. Let me videotape him. Oh, he did this. He just said something to this person. Yeah. It's a lot more. You're, I think, you're a lot more accountability now than back in the day. Well, at the at the same time, and thank you, Joe, for calling from Houston. You also open yourself up to being more of a fool. That's it. You know, it's not like John Morant was was photographed, you know, in the club. It's not like someone took out a, a camera and recorded him and put it on social media. It's not like he was it was tipped off. A local reporter got the news that he's in the club and he was brandishing the weapon. No. He put it online himself. He did it. And, and uh, this is not the right phrase to use, but I'm sure nobody pointed a gun at his head and made him do it. He did it willingly. Now he has to pay for it. It's terrible. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to tell you about Geno Smith. Looks like Geno's going to be staying in Seattle. And then we also had the, the conclusion of the NFL Combine. I feel like it was a little quieter this year. Not as much news. It's 
maybe I'm missing something. We'll talk about both. I'll open up the phone lines. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. To our inspiration, you paid a picture to us at home, Jackie Field, and want to know what you're doing. What a great job you do, sir. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Derek Carr is the only dude who got himself a new deal, a new contract today. You just heard it from Marco Belletti that Geno Smith of the Seattle Seahawks. He, he might be able to live out something he said and try to finish his career in Seattle. It's, it's not official. It hasn't been formally announced. But it's been said that the Seahawks and Geno have come to an agreement on a three-year, $105 million deal that pretty much brings you up to $35 million per year. So you have Derek Carr making approximately 37 and a half. You have Geno Smith pulling in 35. And the Seahawks, Geno Smith was was stabilizing. Who would have thought that after Russell Wilson being traded and sent over to Denver, that the Seahawks would, A, have a better year, and that Geno Smith would actually outperform Russell Wilson, last season, Geno completed about 70% of his passes. He threw for almost 4,300 yards, had 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. He really got uh, a turnover happy, turnover crazy at the end of the season when they finished 3-3, three and three, and Geno Smith really said that I was trying to do too much out there. And for a 32-year-old quarterback who was basically the backup for the past several years, and he got his chance with the Jets, didn't work out. Then the Giants, he's backing up folks with the Chargers, and he's with the, uh, not the Saints, but the Seahawks. And he even had some trouble in the offseason. He was he was hit with a DUI. A lot of people don't talk about that. He's still waiting on the results of that. On his way out of the Jets, he got punched in the mouth by a teammate for, for owing them money. And so this is a, It's a hell of a comeback. You don't think that that someone is going to bounce back as an NFL starting quarterback at the age of 32, especially when he's been in the league for the better part of a decade now, and he's just been hanging out in the background. If you watched him play with the New York Jets, there was a a massive expectation for Geno Smith to turn the football over. And to say that he's at least last year performed better than Russell Wilson – it's a hell of a turnaround. And so congratulations to Geno Smith, a three-year, $105 million deal. We now have to see if they can continue to elevate moving forward with him. 855-212-4CBS. Joe is here from Alabama. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, uh, Jay, I thank you for taking my call, and um, I enjoy your show. Uh, I got a question. Now that we're talking about uh, Derek Carr, now that he's going to New Orleans, um, 
and the Jets were in the mix for him. Uh, what do you think? What's the route the Jets are going to take now? Now that uh, Derek Carr is not going to, it's not available. Well, I think the only route for them to take is to to cross their fingers and hope that that Aaron Rodgers decides to play. That he does go mm-hmm. there. Uh, we've had reports that say he's either going to retire or ask to be traded uh, to the New York Jets, and so he's option number one. And I think after that, now that Derek Carr is off the board, uh, I would have to think they they take a look at uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, mm-hmm. I think outside okay. of that, that's that's where the New York Jets are right now. Thank you, thank you for uh, thank you for taking my call. Certainly, Joe. Thank you for calling from Alabama. Anthony is calling from LA. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Anthony? Yo, JR. Thanks for taking the call, man. Another long day in the emergency room. But uh, I think you're being pretty hard on Derek Carr, man, and sometimes boring is exciting. I'm not a Saints fan per se, but, you know, if I was a Saints fan, you know, the, the quarterback by committee essentially they had going on last year, this is a huge upgrade. You got Colson on the outside. You got a couple big receivers. Now you can't tee up on Alvin Kamara and just wait for him to do everything with the football. I think if you're a Saints fan, you're ecstatic right now that you're not seeing Winston or Dalton back there in the quarterback position anymore. Okay. Well, Marcus is is, is Marcus ain't been there forever, man. No, no. I mean, I think you're right. He, he hasn't been. Yeah, there they for have. A long they time. have Olave. I'm, I'm <laughs> like Marcus Colson. I know him. He's. I believe he went to Hofstra. He's. Yeah, I, I remember him from up in New York. But yeah, I, he's I been understand there for you. A hot minute, but. Yeah, I understand. I understand your numbers. point. No, no, yeah. I understand your point. Ultimately, you, you're correct. Exciting. Some well, if you're the Saints and you're coming from Andy Dalton and trying to figure out between him and Jameis, yeah, it's it's an upgrade. But I don't want to say it's 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 that huge of one. We have to hope that what Rob Salah said just comes to fruition. That a different environment can help him out. Because I view him as a as a, a good QB, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm not I'm not sure the Saints are just gonna take a massive jump or massive leap. A leap. We're just gonna have to see if it takes place. I, I would I was more excited seeing Matthew Stafford go to the Rams, especially given all of their talent, uh, versus this where I'm kind of like, okay, like okay, this is this is better. It's not a massive much better. But in time, we'll see. I could be wrong. Thank you, Anthony, for calling from L.A. Let's go to Tyler, Texas, and talk to Lathan. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Lathan? JR, first time, long time, man. I really appreciate your grind. Love listening to the show. Uh, hey, quick question. Two, two quick thoughts. Number one, I'm, I'm with you in the Derek Carr scenario. I mean, I, I really feel like, it's it's the situation where you're inebriated and you think that the person's a lot more attractive than they actually are now that they're wow. available. And I, I don't I don't you speak, get I mean, you speaking Carr from experience? <laughs> no comment. Derek okay. Carr had uh Devontae Adams and Darren Waller last year and didn't keep a defensive coordinator up over time because they were terrified of him. I just I don't understand the uh just the fascination of him. I mean and the NFC South, sure, he's great, but he he had he's had weapons before, and when his last defensive coordinator got in the press box, press conference box and said, "I'm both scared of Derek Carr," it just it just hasn't happened. 
And well, then, sometimes – hold on. But I, I want you to answer yeah. your I – want, I want you to ask your question, I should say. But I want to say this. Sometimes you got to do something just to say you did it. Isn't is it an upgrade? Yes, it, it absolutely is an upgrade versus having a – and Andy Dalton, who's going to be pushing, what, 30, 36 soon? Uh, so they, they did something good on them for doing it. Now they don't have to worry about quarterback. What, what's your question? So I don't know if you saw, but uh, I know you're going to talk combine here in a second, but that why are offensive linemen running 40-yard dashes? I don't know if you saw that clip where the, where the lineman, at, at the very least, pulled his hamstring at the very worst yes. towards AC, running a 40-yard dash. And I just don't understand why. I mean, like offensive linemen coaches aren't really looking at forty times to determine who to draft, well, are they? Uh, Anthony Anthony Richardson is over here jumping out of the gym. I mean, how how many times as a quarterback are we going to see him leap? Do we want to see him leap over the goal line? Are they going to have him, you know, jumping over a jumbo formation? It's like, what is him leaping up? We we know he's an athletic freak, and so but that brings to to mind. And thank you, Lathan, for calling from Tyler, Texas. That brings to mind a lot of the questions that people have had about the combine. Is everything that that takes place necessary? And sure, you you want to know how fast an offensive lineman is, and you know, we got offensive linemen who are in just completely different worlds. Are you protecting a quarterback who's going to stand around in the pocket and and deliver a, a deep ball, or do you have to protect a quarterback who is Justin Fields or or Lamar Jackson? And so I think speed is important. Is it going to be measured in a 40-yard dash on one one solitary day where the offensive lineman will never run a 40 again? Probably not. But if you want to know why it's taking place, it's, it's entertainment, right? Dan Campbell said it the best. He's like, listen, we got footage on the players, man. We don't need to see them running around in PJs and pajamas. We we got footage on the players. I, for whatever reason, this is kind of just etched into my brain. Vernon Golston, who was a defensive tackle, outside linebacker, DN, whatever the hell you want to call him, edge rusher for Ohio State, was drafted by the New York Jets. This man looked like a comic book character. Like he was going to move mountains. He was going to lift up cars with his, his hand, one hand. And, and then he played football and he sucked. He had no technique. He had an area pass rush move. He had nothing. But if he was going to stand there and, and win Mr. Olympia, he probably could have done that. But he wasn't going to get to the QB. And so, yeah, you can run fast and, and you could lift up heavy things. Do you have the skill to, you know, move a blocker? Are you going to draft an NBA player because they can knock down free throws? Or can they extend their range to the three-point line? You know, what does a 40 have to do? It just ain't a wide receiver. Matter of fact, this is what Dan Campbell said last week about the entire combine experience. It's not even the working out portion. Like, to me, you grade them off the tape. You don't grade off somebody out here in pajamas running around on 40 with no defender around or offender. Um, so, um, but the meetings are great. You know, the meetings are really pivotal. So, the, all the other stuff, whatever, just tell me when to show up. We'll get it done. Okay. 
Yeah, just sit down and have a meeting. Meet you, shake your hand, press some flesh. Try to understand who these guys are without asking them asinine questions about their mothers. And just keep it moving. But every now and then, when it comes to some of the physical skill sets and abilities, you, you can get something cool. How about Will Levis? He decided to light it up all weekend. The man was out there showing that he has a cannon, and that's all good and fine. If he's playing football at the NFL level, is he going to turn the football over? He's certainly not lacking any type of confidence. If you listen to him over the weekend, over the combine, Will Levis basically said, yeah, I should be drafted, and this is why. Physically, I just say my arm talent. I think I got one of the stronger arms that's come out of any draft class in recent memory. And then just who I am as a person, kind of my morals, what I stand for, my values. Not everybody goes through the growing portion of the combine. Why, why did you Because I got a cannon. I'm going to show it off. Okay. I've seen a lot of dudes who can throw the ball real far. He also showed some accuracy. Okay. You're you going to do that when there are defenders out there? We don't know. That's to be seen. C.J. Stroud, he talked about it himself as well, and why not? You got the microphones in front of you. You might as well big yourself up. This is what C.J. Stroud had to say. He ain't no damn running back. He's a quarterback, and he he can sling that rock. So I'm going to stand up for my brother every time, and and he's going to do great things in his career. I mean, no, I don't want to go there. I mean, that's that's his team. Yeah, that was C.J. Stroud in regards to, to Justin Fields. And he bigged himself up as well, throwing that, 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 that rock around. We have to see what takes place at his pro day. Why not? But if you talk a big game, man, you got to learn how to back it up. I take all of the quarterbacks and everything that they say with, with a grain of salt. You can run fast. You can jump high. You can say you compare yourself or your game to, to Cam Newton. You can hit markers, as Dan Campbell said. What are you going to do when there are actually 11 defenders on the field and they're trying to rip your head off? Bryce Young, too small. C.J. Stroud, oh, he's probably a safer option. Will Levis, so who's going to give him a chance or a shot? This is the fun part of the season, trying to debate it all. It's the JR Sport Re Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. There was a guy selected last in the first round of a draft a few years ago. People thought that he wasn't a quarterback. They thought he was a running back. He became the NFL MVP, and he's now trying to be paid like one. His name is Lamar Jackson. He ain't no rookie. He ain't no running back. And there's a possibility that he gets tagged tomorrow. We're going to talk about the Ravens' options. We're going to talk about what might be next for Lamar Jackson here on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.